0: in your life is thinking well join me Liz Murdoch, animal communicator talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand I've spent my life talking and listening to animals so if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication, or being a dog whisperer, makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking With the Dog's podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. Hi, today
1: we're here with Daphne who is nine years old. She's in third grade. She has a dog named Hazel, right? Mm -hmm. And Hazel's sitting on your lap, looking at you lovingly. And we're going to find out a few things about Hazel, what she wants you to know and answer any questions that you might have that you would like Hazel to answer for you. How does that sound? Good. Okay. So I'm going to look at Hazel. I get a sense of her just by looking at her. I look into her eyes and find out what she's thinking. Have you ever thought you could do that?
2: I mean, usually my mom asks me like a question, but usually if she doesn't like something, then I feel like I know, but I'm not sure that I know.
1: Okay. So you get a feeling inside of you. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay.
1: Do you ever get like a, a picture of what you think she wants?
2: No, not really.
1: Okay, so you get mostly feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so sometimes I get feelings. Sometimes I get pictures. Like I might see, like I can see her tap dancing up on her on her hind legs where she when she w- gets really excited about food, like she does a little dance. Have you seen her do a little dance?
2: Usually, she just runs around and then she okay. runs to her bed, jumps in her bed,
1: and then comes back. Okay. So that could be like a dance. So I'm going to tell you what I'm getting from her of her favorite things. How does that sound? Okay. Good. She thinks are her favorite things. Okay. So she has a lot of things in life that she, she says she's grateful for a lot of things in life. And there's many parts of her life that she would say are her favorite things. For instance, she likes your bedroom a lot that that's like a whole nother world to the house and she likes that is very comfortable because there's lots of, I guess sometimes you've got your clothes on the floor and she likes being able to smell because she's, she's got a big sniffer at her nose. So she likes your room because there's, do you have like, you've got your clothes, then you've got doll clothes or something that are smaller pieces. I don't know if you, there's just, material on the floor sometimes that she likes do you know what those are maybe they're socks there's just smaller things yeah or
2: like my hair stuff maybe
1: but it's cloth it's material it's so like scrunchies or yeah okay a scrunchie on my floor okay so the thing is is that there's different smells like the hair scrunchies smell different than the dirty clothes that smell different from the clean clothes and then there's the sheets and then there's still like blankets on the floor or something that she can plop herself down into a bed.
2: Yeah. I have a bunch of like stuffed animals on my floor and she just like, when I have a pile of pillows or something on my bed or on my floor, she just likes to lay in the middle of them.
1: Yeah. She loves that, all that stuff. So that for her She says your room is like an amusement park because there's lots of different things she can go to and they're different. Like the scrunchies are different from the stuffed animals, which are different from the clothes. So she loves, oh, the word I'm getting is variety. She loves the variety of plush in your room because there's a lot of places for her to go. And they all smell different because they're very different kinds of, she just keeps saying things. They're very different from each other. So we got that with the stuffed animals, the pillows, the hair ties. Oh, she says sometimes you have shoes in your room, but you don't. Oh, dirty shoes are not supposed to be in your room. Um,
2: so. They're not like dirty. Just I don't usually have the shoes I wear every day. Those are just different shoes that I don't usually wear all the time. And I just put them in my room because I don't want them like somewhere else because I, it would just take up space because I don't wear them all the time.
1: But the shoes that you wear all the time, you don't keep in your room. Are those downstairs somewhere? Yeah, they're either on the porch or in the closet. Yeah. So she says that keeps things cleaner because you get mud and dirt on your shoes sometimes. And so those aren't, she says, those aren't in your room. And so she knows that things are supposed to be separate. And she says she sort of likes that because the rules in your house are to keep things tidy And she likes that she knows what's expected in your house. And that's something that she really likes about living with you is that like the dirty shoes go downstairs someplace, but then she can go up to your room and it's like fresh air because it's cleaner than the dirty shoes. But she loves going outside, but at your house, there's a place for things like some people houses are different. They might have everybody's shoes belong in their bedroom, but your house, the dirty shoes are outside and, or in a, she just says they're in a different place. So she knows what's expected of her. And for her, that's very important. She likes structure and she likes that. She knows that when what's expected of her in your room, she gets to do whatever she wants for the most part you two have an agreement that she thinks she shares the room that it's really both of your rooms mm-hmm. look she's just so comfortable so she thinks yeah. that it's it's her room too we have an yeah. understanding she says you and she have an understanding and let me see what else she says so she says she loves the rest of the house too so it's a new house for you you just moved in sort yeah. of yeah Okay. And she's been having fun exploring it and getting to know it. So it's like an adventure for both of you that you like exploring it too. And it's still like a game to find everything in the house. Yeah. Okay. And so that's another favorite thing that she likes to do with you is she follows you. Sometimes she's behind you. Sometimes she wants to show you things. But your adventures together is something else she really likes. Okay. <laughs> and then, oh, my gosh. She, so she she likes the room. She likes the adventures. She's the kind of dog that is is going to say she likes everything. Like she likes when you sit on the couch with your family. Like she likes her alone time with you. But she also likes her time together with everybody because – It's exciting. It's like to her, life is like an amusement park where sometimes you might go on a merry-go-round and other times it's a roller coaster or you play a game to win a stuffed animal. She is like, likes it all. Huh, Hazel? So she says you like to dress her up sometimes. Yeah, I put my shirts on her. She likes that. She likes that. She Mm -hmm. feels close to you, but she says it also keeps her warmer. Mm -hmm. And you put different, you don't, you put more than just shirts on her. Do you sometimes put something besides a shirt on her?
2: Like, what do you mean? Like her clothes? Like we bought clothes for her. Is that what you mean? Or like, yeah.
1: so you put oh, your, yeah. shirts, but you also put other things on her and she, she likes the whole dress up. She's, Oh, so <laughs> she says it's not a game though. Like when I was little and did dress up with my dog, I, it, it was more like I would put baby doll clothes on my dog. But you dress Hazel, she takes it seriously. Like it's not a game, but it's like her outfits.
2: Yeah, I took a video of her and Hank. So Truman put his shirt on Hank Uh and then I put my shirt on Hazel and we did like a fashion show and they were on a leash and they just walked down to the camera. And so she was wearing one of my shirts.
1: Yes. But she also, does she have a pink outfit of her own? Can you think of any? No. don't know. Like it does, I know
2: I, we have a purple one. And then okay. we have like one, it's a jacket with like pink here, white here, and then blue here. We have a really cute picture of her in that.
1: Is that something that's a dog outfit? Yeah. Okay. okay. So she likes that a lot. I can, I get an image of her with this pink on her and she likes that. So she likes all the different outfits and she, she says that when you put them on her, you're very gentle. Like if you like making videos, she said, we can make a video on how to dress a dog so that if someone else were to do it, they would know how to put it on gently. So the dog likes it because you do it in a way that she likes. So she says that's important. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to ask one of your questions?
2: So here's a really important question that we need to figure out. Why is okay. she always like peeing and pooping on the floors after she goes on a walk?
1: Okay. So she says, well, I'm sorry, but she she's trying to say she didn't realize that she's supposed to do that on the walk, that she is having so much fun on the walk exploring the world. That she forgets to go. She gets caught up in the activity of the walk. Does that make sense? Yeah. So she says that you could probably, she says she, we can change that. She doesn't mean to cause the frustration and she sort of can't help it because she doesn't mean to do it. She's, she didn't always do this. Yeah. you remember when you, when you got her, she was going potty outside
2: Yeah, she really likes to pee on my rug for some Mm -hmm. reason. So, like, it's just every constantly. And, like, so she's peed on, like, mostly every part of my rug.
1: Okay. So, you're going to have to get the rug out of there and wash the rug. You know, Mm -hmm. you probably have washed it, but she says she's just used to it now. And it's sort of like when you work with a dog trainer and they tell you this is what you need to do and then you need to keep practicing and being consistent. That's what yeah. you're gonna need to do with Hazel because she's she says she's used to it, but she also says that she gets caught up in the walk and everything you're doing that she forgets to go and then she comes home and she feels like that's a safe place for her to go. Like some people live in apartments and have potty pads for their pets to go on. And the dogs are trained to know that that's okay to go in a certain place inside the house, sort of like a cat in the cat box with kitty litter. Yeah. What I'm getting from Hazel is that she sort of thinks that if she's going to have to go in the house, that's her spot. And so she goes there. She feels safe because you are so nice to her. That she's like, oh, I I just have to go to the bathroom. So I'm going to go here. But if you remember, when you... She thinks of it, when I first came to your house, I went outside most of the time. And she said, we need to go back to where we go outside to take me for a walk to go to the bathroom. And then we explore the world kind of thing. Like she's doing her business. Do you know what I'm talking about? So
2: like... We take her on a walk and then we put her outside to explore.
1: No, you can still take, you can still go on a walk where she explores and like you all like to explore. Cause those are fun. You don't want to take those away, but you can not let her sniff so much until she goes to the bathroom. Or you, Oh, see, she, sorry. She wants to do it her way. She's sort of stubborn. I see you Hazel. So <laughs> Hazel, when you go to the bathroom, when you go for a walk, you need to go for a walk and you like, you sort of keep moving. Like when you're in a hurry, say in the morning, when you go to school and you arrive at school and you know what you're supposed to do, where you put your things, you go, and then you you don't say, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to have a snack right now. You know, you're supposed to wait till a certain time, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So Hazel needs to sort of know that when she goes outside, she needs to go to the bathroom or however you're going to do it. You're going to go to, and this is something you and your family can figure out how you want it to work, whether you have your favorite walk, you sort of let her sniff, and then you can train her. My dogs all know if I were to say, okay, certain words, like you're going to go outside and go potty, they'll go do it. So you can train her to, at a certain spot if there's a spot on your walk that she likes you take her there she she goes potty but she needs to know she's she wants you to work with her to remind her that that's where you want her to go and that you're not that there's going to be a consistent like the same trip is expected of her when she's going to the bathroom now if you if you want it to be like she goes in the backyard you're just she's, you're just going to have to help her to know when that, okay, you're going to take her outside so she can go to the bathroom and you figure out whatever words you want to say, Hazel, it's time to go to the bathroom or whatever you want to say. Is there something that your your family already says to when she goes? We, no, not no, no. Okay. So that's something you can figure out because she's saying that she forgets to go because she's, sometimes she's just keeping up with you because you're walking faster. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes there's more of you on the walk. So her walks aren't always the same. Sometimes it's just your mom. Sometimes it's you and your mom. Sometimes I can see you're, you're all there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's different. And so she gets caught up in all that activity. Because remember to her, life is like going to a carnival. Yeah. So she forgets. And sometimes people forget that they have to go to the bathroom. Until, let's say, oh my gosh, I have to go. So she, yeah, so that's the same, she says, that's the same predicament she's in. She gets all excited about doing the walk, and then she comes home and goes. Okay. Do you think you guys can figure something out to help her?
2: Yeah, I think we're going to say, like, maybe, Hazel, it's time to go to the bathroom. When you do that, then you can go explore or something like that.
1: Yeah. She'll that.
2: Does she want to go on like a longer walk to have more exploring time and going to the bathroom?
1: She says she loves the exploring time. Mm-hmm. She says sometimes we run out of time at our house because they're doing so many things. She says, oh, she says you can't dilly dally when it's time. Like if your mom's ready to go, you need to go to, and you're going, you need to go. So then you'll have more time on the walk rather than, them waiting for you to come. Are you ever like, are they ever waiting for you to come sometimes?
2: If I'm putting my shoes on outside, yes, because it doesn't take me that long. But if I'm like hurrying to get ready, they just already go.
1: Okay. So that's when maybe you need a five minute warning. Oh, we're going to leave for the walk so you can have more time to get ready because they're waiting for you. And then she gets a shorter walk because they're waiting. So she would love to go for longer walks. She loves walks. She loves lots of walks. She likes it when you're there. But when you come running to catch up, then she stops and looks back at you so you could come. Yeah,
2: she does that all the time. Like I run to catch up to my parents, like when they walk the dogs in the morning. And then her and Hank just turn around or like, Oh, Daphne's here now.
1: Yes. Well, when they when they turn around, that's her sniff and potty time. And she's more interested in you than even sniffing. So she's excited you're coming. So it might be good if you had however much time you need, a five or ten minute warning. Okay, we're leaving in ten minutes. Hazel doesn't want to wait then you have extra time to get ready so you can all walk together. And then she doesn't have to get distracted from her business and turn around and look for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So all of that goes back to that she doesn't want to go potty in the house, but she needs help to remember to go when she's on the walk. Because if every single day, and this doesn't mean you have to do this at your house, if every single day was at 7 a.m., we go for a walk for 15 minutes, and then she goes potty, and then we come back inside, and she takes a nap and does whatever she does for the day. But Mm -hmm. at your house, the walks are all different. Sometimes it's later. Sometimes it's earlier. Sometimes it's one person. Sometimes it's four people and Hank, and sometimes Hank's not there. So she's like it's okay to do it that way, but you want to make sure she knows that part of the walk is when she's supposed to do her potty business. Do you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So you, you just all need to figure out how you want to do that. And then you can not have her go in, you know, if if she hasn't gone to the bathroom, then you need to stay outside or not let her go upstairs or anywhere until she's gone the bathroom like you can walk her around the yard and then praise her and say all done or whatever you want to say good girl whatever you want to say so that she's praised and she does it outside and then she's allowed in okay so like
2: when we come home from the walk if she doesn't poop or something then I just walk her around the yard until she does that so she doesn't do it inside yes
1: yes now here's the other thing because i see the water in your house you have a water bowl for her that's with a lot of water in it inside
2: we have one bowl for both of them uh-huh. and but hank usually drinks most of the water
1: right so but that's it why he inside, he's the bowl's inside she can have water whenever she wants Yeah, the bulls are downstairs. Yes. So here's the deal, is that she is able to drink a lot of water. And when she eats, like a lot of dogs, if you keep track of it, you can find out when they're going to go to the bathroom after they eat or they get in a system, sort of like people. So if she's having water all day long, it's hard to know when she needs to go to the bathroom. But if you give her water and then you've seen her drink you know oh she and it depends on the dog some dogs have to go right after they drink and others can wait a couple hours or five hours it depends on the dog like puppies are still learning so they go to the bathroom more frequently but if you figure out that she's having when she's having her meal she'll probably have to go to the bathroom within an hour or so of having her meal or she, the way her body works she might always need to go to the bathroom first thing in the morning. Okay. Have you ever noticed her patterns?
2: Yeah. Usually we walk her, then feed her. Yeah.
1: We feed her first. She'll probably go to the bathroom after she's eaten. Okay. So I know that's changing something, but she's, she's not thinking she has to go to the bathroom outside on a walk. And so feeding her will help her. Feeding her before the walk will help her go to the bathroom because if you feed her after a walk and then you want her to take a nap for three or four hours, she's going to go to the bathroom inside. Do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you need to switch it. So she's going, she's eating and then she's going for a walk and she can go potty. And and it's also good to let them go potty the first thing when they wake up in the morning because. And you, you'll just start to notice her, but she keeps saying, ah, why didn't you tell me or help me turn the walks into part of her bathroom time and you'll see a difference because she thinks the walk is for fun and the rug is still on your floor. So she thinks that's my spot where I can go.
2: So I need to take the rug away.
1: Yes. And get a new one. You can get a new one or you can clean it and you want to make sure it doesn't smell that she's like, Oh, I, this is where I went in the bathroom. I'm going to go here again because that was okay. Cause some dogs do that. It's the marking of it. It's their scent and they think, Oh, I can go here. You want her to think I need to go outside. Okay. Yeah. So if you want a rug in your room, a lot of people do like rugs. It's nice to have a rug in your room. If you want a rug, you want to make sure it's not one that she smells and feels like she can go potty on. And then you want to make sure that when she's coming to your room, she's already gone the bathroom. So she's not going to do it again.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so why that- does she does it? And why does she do it in secret? Like she doesn't let anyone else. She does it usually at night when she sleeps with me. But why does she do it in secret instead of like in front of people?
0: Well,
1: some dogs are that way. I have three dogs and one of my dogs, he doesn't like to go for a walk on, he doesn't like to go to the bathroom on a walk. He likes to do it in a bush. And so if we're on a walk and he has to go, he'll find a bush and go there. But usually he does it in our backyard and that's okay because I, I, he's done that since he was a puppy when we got him. So sometimes it's just the personality of the dog but I think she has she just has to go. So she says it's not so much in secret it's just that she has to really go. And that if she understands it's okay and you start praising her on the walk she'll go cuz she used to do it. She she said she did it all the time. Do you remember her doing it all the time? Yeah. Okay, so she used to go to the bathroom on the walks. Now she's gotten comfortable. She's sort of lazy, but she says make sure before you go to bed or and that she goes to bed, she gets to go to the bathroom. Yeah,
2: we do it like when, like at night-night and like in yeah. the middle of the day, like not just once in the middle of the day, just like, a, like four or five times in the middle of the day. Uh-huh. And then we do one in the... Like at six and then nine or something like that.
1: She, so she's going the bathroom outside during the day more than at nighttime.
2: Well, like once Truman and I go to sleep, yeah, my parents take her for a walk. Well, both of them for a walk, and then so they can finish what they need to do outside at right. the end of the day
1: that's good okay so but you're saying she's still waking up in the night and going yeah okay so i this goes back to the water she comes home from a walk at nighttime and has a big sip of water sometimes she has to go and she knows she can on the rug That's what I'm getting, but you've got it. So you've got to watch the water intake with her. And I'm, I'm trying to see if there's anything that I'm feeling in her body or that she's showing, like she needs to see the vet to make sure she doesn't have a medical reason that she's going to the bathroom in the house. I see it more that it's this rug. She knows she can go there and she's drinking water and she just has to go to the bathroom. (laughs) But it, once you try those things with the rug and making sure that she's going, has a chance to go to the bathroom after she's had water, then you might want to check with the vet. Okay. Cause I, I can't, I'm not a doctor, so I can't say, oh, your dog is completely fine and doesn't have, um, like a bladder issue. But what I'm getting from her is that she still thinks it's okay to go on the rug if she has to really go and you want to help train her to, to go back to how she used to be. Oh, I'm going to, I have time to go. My family's going to wait for me while I go to the bathroom. Yeah. You want to give her enough time. Cause say you stop and you see friends and you chit chat or you see a pretty flower and Hazel's waiting or she's waiting for you, then sometimes I think she feels rushed to do her her bathroom business on the walk. So she saves that and does that at home when she can have more time. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think you know what you want to try with her? Yeah, I
2: think I want to like, instead of like getting up really, really, really early, to take her on the first walk, maybe, like, get up at 7 and do that. So then after that, we'll feed her, hold on, and then, like, maybe 30 minutes after that, take them on
1: another walk. You could do that, or do you let her out in your backyard to go to the bathroom or somewhere so you don't have to do a full walk? We let her out to, like, play. Uh And stuff,
2: but she does that, and Hank does that, they like to pee in the plant bed, and we, like, when we let them out to play, that's also their time to do something that they need to do outside.
1: Okay, so you want to make sure that after she's eaten, she has a chance, like a half an hour later or so, to go to the bathroom. So whether, if it's okay in the plant bed, then let her go there. But you want her to know outside spots that are her place. She can go and you can even praise her good girl. So every time she goes, a lot of people do that when they're training a dog, they praise them and, you know, good girl or whatever you want to say. And you can say, you know, Oh, that's good. Potty What you know, whatever you want to say so that she's it's reinforces her every time she does it. And she knows it's okay. And then she'll get used to it though. So you want to make sure that once you figure out the schedule that works at your house, you can always do it. You want to be consistent for the most part. Like if you're not there, your dad's still doing it or whoever. So okay. the whole family knows what is the schedule that she needs. Even, you know. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah. She also likes to, pee like there are two trees with moss in between them she likes to pee uh, in the like moss and pee around that section
1: okay so see you've got several places that you know she likes to go so if it's bedtime and you don't have time for a long walk but you know she was thirsty or something you can take her out to that spot and she'll probably go there because she associates your rug as like that mossy spot or the flower bed where she can go. Mm -hmm. And you can even take her there first before you start your big adventure walk any time of day. And you can tell her go potty Hazel. And then she's at that spot. She'll go. And then the rest of the walk, she she may just have fun and sniff, but she's had the chance. The other thing is if she hasn't gone on your walk, before you go inside, you can take her to the flower bed or the moss, where she's allowed to go, and you know she likes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I am getting from her that she's done on that topic, and that yeah. that you have a plan that we can try. Mm-hmm. So, do you have another question, or you want me to keep asking her questions?
2: I have a question. Um, okay. Why is she, here, i am just skipped down because this, like, why is she licking Hank's eyes and mouth all the
1: time? Uh, okay. So she likes, she likes how it tastes. She's connecting to him. But she started doing this when you got her, though, didn't, wait, when she first met Hank, I'm trying to, they didn't come at, they come at, no, they didn't come at exactly the same time. No. But, when they first met at your house, she said she did it a little bit then. She just is doing it more now. Yeah. She's always done this. hmm So part of it, I think, is she... Okay, so she likes it. It's I get a salty... She likes the, the taste. It's sort of a saltiness. I think it's, like, it's reassuring to her. It's a comfort with him that... I don't know whether it's like thinking he's like her mother and it's like nursing, but it's just like a, it's a reassurance thing that she has with him. Okay. So, okay. Do you notice when she, sometimes she does it more than other times. Yeah. So when she's excited or needs to calm down, she does it more often.
2: Mm -hmm. Like when she doesn't see Hank, for like, I don't know, 20 minutes, she does it a lot. I think because she's like excited
1: to see Hank or something. That's that's what she does. It's like, exactly, like, it's like giving someone a, a, a hug or a hold on tight hug. You're so glad to see them. For her, that's how she connects with Hank is to do that. And when she, if she's been excited or scared, she'll go to him and, well, she'll go to you, but uh, all of you, but she does it in a way that helps her when she still feels a need to get sort of calmed down by Hank and uh, connected with him. She likes to reconnect. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's why she's doing it.
2: What does Hazel want me to do less? Like us
1: to do less. Oh, okay. Um Oh, loud noises. When it gets too loud and now okay, so she likes excitement. She says but when the house gets all of you are home and well I guess you're all home probably not. Well you're not all home. I guess when everyone is is home Like sometimes you're in your, your family is maybe in an office working or in a room and you have like, it's quieter time. She likes that. But when everyone is, gets all together or comes out of their rooms and is doing things and has to come and go like this, you know, um, running around or just, I have to go do this. I'm working or like someone's in the kitchen cooking or two people might be cooking and they're moving around a kitchen. When it gets more hectic and it gets louder, she gets overwhelmed. It gets her keyed up and then she doesn't know where to go because she wants to see it all. Say, oh, we're back to the carnival kind of thing. So she's saying that's a harder time for her because she she doesn't know where to look. So I'm thinking, what is it, Hazel, that you want less of? Oh, distractions. Now, how are you gonna do that? with the family. Okay. So she says, when there's a lot going on, what are you trying to say? You want less of, she wants, she wants less of the help her have less of the feeling of she doesn't know where to go or what to do so that if you and your brother are, are running around doing stuff, she doesn't know what to do, where to go. She doesn't want to get caught in the middle of people like, cause she's little and they're moving throughout the house. Like that. she says they could trip on me. Have you ever tripped on her? Not you, but other people almost tripped on her. Um, not that I remember, but probably. You may not have seen it. You wouldn't know because you weren't there, she says. But sometimes she feels like she's going to get trampled on, whether it's Hank following your brother or just whatever. She wants to know where, where she can go. I guess what she's saying is she wants less commotion, but you're not really going to have less commotion. because you're normal people in a house and but what she would like then oh it, her own bed where she can go that's out of the way. There we go.
2: Yeah. So one of my questions was does she want a like a big enough crate where she can move around and just be alone in? Yes. That's what I was thinking, but my mom's like, no, she already has a crate. But I'm like, no, mommy, that crate's too small, and she still can't see people. She wants to still, like, be able to see people.
1: You're right. You do know. She does want to see people, and she wants it comfortable inside, like with a dog, a comfy dog bed inside, blankets where she can snuggle. But Mm -hmm. I bet that you and your mom— could figure out a place where she could have that crate. You can put Hazel's crate that you can, Hazel can still see. And there are some crates that have handles that you can move it. So that if you're all in the kitchen and then you go to another room, you can take it with you because she definitely wants to be with you, but the commotion overwhelms her. What she considers, she considers it commotion What you might think is, "Hey, we're just unpacking groceries and putting them away, and I'm doing my homework, and someone's cooking." It's normal for her. She gets, especially at the end of the day, she's tired from trying to keep up with everything, and she. You're right. She needs a safe place to go.
2: I think it like I can put it like over there next to my bed. There's like an open space where I used to have my bean bag. And, like, I probably won't ever shut the door so she doesn't feel
1: trapped. No, she doesn't want to feel trapped. But the thing is, if you're all downstairs Mm -hmm. and say, like, you have friends over or you're having, like, a party, she might want to be downstairs, but she might still want to be in her crate. So you want a crate that you can move so that... Pick up and
2: move around. And, like, I don't think she likes being in the crate when you're moving it around because then, like, you could drop it. You could do something. I think she just could follow you and then
1: she can go in it. That's right. And even when she's in it, you can keep the door open a lot. I have a dog who loves the crate. In fact, well, he's not in it now. But a lot of the time it's the door is open and he just goes in by himself and he loves it. So yes, you could definitely do that. And it doesn't need to be like a huge crate, but enough so she could probably stand and turn around. Yeah. There's also, there's so many good crates. There's some that like, if it's in the way and you know, you're not going to need to put her in it, that they collapse and you can put away. Mm-hmm. But I, think you're on to something Daphne
2: yeah and I I think it would be like a size that not like Hank size because whoa that would be too big but like maybe a size that a beagle would go in like not much bigger just like a little bit bigger so she can like if she wants to like roll around or twirl or play in it, then she has enough room to do that. And in the crate that we have now, it's like an airplane crate where she can't see out. She can only see out of these little holes and the door. And I feel like she just wants to see people and still be loved when she's in the crate. And, like, maybe for holidays, like, we can decorate the crate so it's not so boring.
1: This sounds perfect. I think you know exactly. When you keep talking about that, what you feel that she needs, that's like hearing it from her. That's how I feel things about other dogs and and Daphne. And that's how they communicate to us sometimes is we get a feeling. And I think that's exactly what you're doing. You're, you're feeling what she's telling you that she needs and wants. And it sounds like maybe the crate that you have for her, she's outgrown. Even when a small dog gains a pound or two, that can make a difference with like a dog sweater or a collar or a crate. And you want the right size crate. And there's all different kinds. And I bet you can find one that she likes. And that mm-hmm. she can't see out of. And it'll make it simpler for everyone because you can put her in the crate. And when you need to shut the door, she'll be so used to it. And she understands this isn't a punishment. This is keeping me safe from the commotion that I don't always like. Sometimes I love it, but sometimes it's too much. Then you put her in the crate and you know she's safe and out of the way. And you don't have to worry about her.
2: Yeah. So... <laughs> Does she want, like, is my bed too high for her? Well, I don't think it is because it's, like, really low, but are there any beds that are way too high and she can't jump onto that she wants, like, stairs or, like, something to help her get up instead of, like, if you're not there and she just wants to sleep on your bed to have, like, stairs that go up to your bed?
1: Okay, so she's she says that, she's not really supposed to be on all the beds so that she says you're, she says you really, she loves how you take good care of her. I I don't know if your dad wants her on the bed. I get a sense from her that she says I'm not allowed on all the furniture. Some of it's higher, but it's okay Mm because it's it's not supposed to be on that bed or is there a a couch she's not supposed to be on? There's something. Yeah, She's
2: not allowed to go on any of our couches because we used to let her do that. And I'm like, well, if she can't sit on this couch. I'm going to sit on the floor with her. So, um, but on our old house, she was able to. So I think that's why she thinks it's okay. But we don't want fur all over our couch anymore. But if it was my couch, I would just let her on. I mean,
1: I don't care. Okay. Yeah, she knows she's not supposed to go on everything. <laughs> but so, yeah, so, so that, so no she doesn't need stairs okay that would be confusing she likes it when it's clear but she says sometimes she prefers to be picked up if you were gonna get stairs she says if you can only buy one thing get the crate first
2: yeah i would do that
1: okay so i
2: feel like she needs like somewhere where she can just be alone like my room is where well, our room is where we can both be alone, but I feel like she should have a special place in my room that she can be alone. Like, even if she wants to, like, even get away from me. Like, my bed is usually where I go for this. She usually goes to my bean bag right now because she loves sleeping on my bean bag because whenever I have her in my room and she's sleeping with me on my bed. She gets up and goes over to my bean bag and I hear her moving around on my bean bag and then I wake up saying, Oh, well, there's Hazel. She's on my bean bag.
1: So yeah. But she also says the thing that she likes about the crate is that if if you're not home and she wants to be with like your mom, your mom can take the crate and she can go in the crate when your mom is working. So she yeah. likes the crate being moved around. Okay. Okay, so she will go into that for sure. Okay, so now what else? Um, yeah, so as, as should you buy stairs? Yeah, she would use them, but she says she's also fine with you picking her up and putting her on okay. bed like okay. you have her on your lap now. All right.
2: So she doesn't like the crate we have now. Cramped. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, if I was her, I'd be like, I just don't like that crate. It feels like I'm trapped. Whenever I'm in it, the door's shut. It just doesn't feel a place. It doesn't feel safe. So so she makes a groaning, like she makes a groaning sound sometimes. And I feel like that's when she doesn't like something, but I'm not sure.
1: So remember when you had a feeling about the crate? Mm-hmm. And, and you decided you're probably right. Whenever you get a feeling about something, you're probably right. Some of it is true. So I want you to keep honoring that, that if she's making a groaning sound, there's something she's trying to tell you. Yeah, but it's not
2: like a happy groaning sound. It's like when she's sleeping or something and I pick her up, she makes the groaning sound. I think it's because she doesn't want that to happen right now or like she just doesn't like it. Or something like that.
1: Okay, so you're right. So the next thing is to figure out why what a message means. So what I get from her is that she doesn't like it because it's the way you're doing it and it's uncomfortable. So like I might, you know, have you ever shook hands with somebody and it was like, oh, that's too hard. Like they squeezed your mm-hmm. hand too tight. So yeah okay, but they probably didn't mean to hurt you. It's just shaking hands. People shake hands differently. When you pick her up a certain way and she groans, she's letting you know, oh, I don't really like it that way. And and little dogs can be sensitive. I mean, big dogs too. Little dogs can be sensitive in their arms and their, their um, bodies and how they're handled. So I want you to pay attention, like with her going to the bathroom in the schedule, pay attention when you pick her up and she groans, oh, just that awareness, she groaned. Oh, she groaned yesterday when I did it that way. But when I moved her this way, she didn't. I don't, I think she doesn't like it that way. And after a while of really being like active listening and being really aware, you'll notice exactly what she's meaning.
2: (laughs) Looking at all the questions and trying to find one that I should. Where does Hazel want to sleep? Like, where does she most
1: enjoy sleeping? Oh, okay. So she says it's not so much about where, but it's how she's able to sleep. Like, she likes cuddling in your lap like that. Mm -hmm. She likes that she can get all nestled with the blankets she's fine whether she does that with you or somebody else or alone, but she wants to be able to sleep like that. She could even sleep like that in her crate for her. If she had to sleep downstairs, even if it was on the couch, but there was no blankets and it wasn't comfy. She wouldn't want to sleep there for her. It's all about the comfort in the nest and being warm and close.
2: Okay. Um, mm Hmm. So why does she always lick everyone? Like, I know dogs, like, they lick people, but they don't do it as much as she does. Like, she does it like, look, ready? Once she starts licking you, she
1: won't stop licking you. Okay, so one, because she does it because people let her. And two, it's back to why she licks hang so much. She's connecting. She says sometimes she's... So sometimes she's doing it because she wants to taste what's on the hands and get to know, but it's also a way for her to connect. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying to me. Okay. Um, so she it, likes to taste stuff. If you if your hands are dirty, say you just had dinner and you put mm-hmm. your hands down, she's going to lick it because odds are you have something on your hand. Or if you've been out at school and you come home and you don't wash your hands, that's like sniffing. She's like, Oh, what does your day been like? So she, she's getting a sense too from licking. But for her, it's a lick is is also like a hug. It's uh, hug me, Hazel. hug me, don't make me no, I don't know. like right now there. When you redirect her and, and show her you don't like it, she'll learn it's enough. And you can also if you pick certain words whether it's enough or no licking or whatever word you want to use you can train her to stop licking so much.
2: Yeah, what we usually say is we don't like licking. But we don't like saying it. We don't like saying it in the a normal voice. We like saying it in a high voice cuz we think they like being talked to Happy, even if you're mad, we still talk
1: to her with tears We you. Say, I like it. Say, I like it. Daphne, when you say it to her that way, she doesn't lick you. Do you notice that? Yeah, she, she doesn't lick you. me. So she knows what it means. So just keep doing that every time she does it. Okay, so first things first,
2: please don't with my face okay thank you
1: that's kind of, oh, you stop being on my go please please okay Cuckoo. okay so you know what you just did you silly you said all that to her and she listened and then she licked your nose and you let her do it mm-hmm. so that's your what's called a mixed message don't do it but it's okay so you want to make sure that you can figure out it's like a hug. So someone can give you a hug. You know, it can be even like your mom gives you a hug, but at some point you might be like, okay, I'm done. I don't want a hug. Yeah. You, you want to make sure with Hazel that if you're going to let her lick you sometimes, she's going to respect when you say, okay, no more. Just All like right. when someone you say no more hug, they stop. Hazel, no more lick. Mm-hmm. So I just you don't be aware. want her
2: like... Thinking she can like everyone all the time, because maybe people don't like it sometimes. Like they're like, huh? But sometimes they like it because you know they think that she likes them. And Hazel usually likes everyone. I mean,
1: so you're gonna help her, and you're gonna help Hazel, your Hazel, friend or whoever it is. Again. Please stop Please stop me! Mm-hmm. If I came to your house and she licked me once, it might be, oh, okay, hi, nice to meet you. But say she kept licking, and I said, oh, and I'm trying to be polite, and you can tell that I'm like, oh, she licks a lot. Then you would have to step in and say, say it in the way that she knows, oh, Hazel, no more licking. Because that's your job as her person. To make sure that other people, that you're protecting other people from her doing something she doesn't like, whether it's jumping on them or licking, it's all the same thing. It's your family's job to teach her not to do something to your guests. Yeah. Okay? Okay. All right. So I want to find out if there's what she wants you to know. I always do that on my podcast. So are you ready for that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hazel, we've talked about a lot of things. What would you like Daphne to know that she might not know that's on your mind? Okay, so she says she really likes you, which you know. She says she's interested in your lunch. I guess sometimes you bring a lunchbox home or a bag home from Mm -hmm. school and haven't eaten all your food. And she said she would like to be involved in what's in that bag. She knows there's food in there, and she would like to have some of it. And I guess she's, there's a, did you and your mom talk about the lunch you haven't eaten?
2: So, Hazel, like, my mom and dad say we're not allowed to feed her, like, human food. Uh-huh. Um. So that's why, but my brother, he's always, like, feeding her stuff so it makes her beg so we're trying to teach her not to beg of food of our food that she needs to just go and have her own food like she gets a chance to eat and she doesn't get our food because that's our chance to eat we don't take her away her food it's just we don't like her
1: begging like at the table so here's my question. When you when you come home from school, well, I guess now you're home, but typically, <laughs> you don't eat all your lunch. There's leftover lunch in your food, right? Sometimes, not all the time. Okay, but when there is, Hazel's aware that there's leftovers. Now, there's, I guess there's a conversation, and she watches you or your mom take out this food and talk about this leftover food, and she's like want some of it. Maybe your brother gives, does he give her some of his leftover food? There's something. He just
2: feeds her stuff that she shouldn't have.
1: Okay. So she's perplexed that if he does, she wants you to feed her this leftover food. So that's what she wants you to know. She wants you to do that. So she's perplexed, I guess, why he can do it and you don't. And I understand because you're trying to take good care of her. So that's what she's saying she wants. I definitely see her looking up at this lunch and wanting your leftover food. so yeah okay, so Hazel, you're not allowed to have that leftover food. you need okay, she she knows that she is she doesn't do well. Her stomach gets too big when she eats other food and too much. okay, so but she wants you to know that she wants some of your leftovers, and you're saying that she's not going to get it. And I,
2: I usually feed her like if I did feed her stuff, I would like feed her a small amount. Like if I fed her fruit, that's usually what I feed her. Sometimes I would get one grape and split it into like small pieces so it's easier to eat. And then that's I wouldn't give her a second one. I would just give her one.
1: Okay. Well, she appreciates the people food. You have to be, that's good. You have to be really careful with grapes and dogs, but she's asking you to keep doing that. She likes that people food. She likes when you feed her, I guess when you and your family decides what you're going to give her, whether it's any kind of scraps. I mean, some people food is healthy for dogs like broccoli or cooked spinach anyway whatever she's asking that whatever food you have and it started with the lunchbox, whatever food that you can give her she really wants it and and not that doesn't mean that you need to to do that but that's what she's aware of is this food issue and and Mm -hmm. that she wants some
2: usually sometimes like for hank we put rice in his and then we're like well, it wouldn't be fair if we just gave Hank rice and his food, so we gave we give Hazel a little bit of rice, and sometimes there's egg in it too, but maybe um when I start feeding her or when I feed her, I could get like broccoli and like sprinkle some of the like top o- topping off of it, so it's not a lot and just a little taste
1: yes she that's what she wants she wants. I mean, she is a foodie and a beggar, but some of it can be good for her. So that could be a project to figure out what is healthy people food that you can give her that you might not eat. Like if you cut your vegetables, you can cut what the part that you don't eat. Some of it is really good for a dog, which that's what she's asking for.
0: Okay.
1: okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's about everything. Do you have any questions that you're dying to know that we didn't get to does she likes
2: like does she like longer or shorter baths or does she
1: like not like them in general oh oh um in general she doesn't like them that much she you says know, some of them are okay but she's really picky she wants the water just perfect not too hot not too cold she wants the she doesn't want it to be too long it has to be a certain kind of a bath, like it's, you do one, two, three, we're done, kind of thing. The water's perfect, the towel's right there, she gets snuggled and not too much soap. She's very picky about her bath, but she, at the end of it, when she's all clean, she does like being clean.
2: What does Hazel, like, if Hazel could choose out a name for herself, what would she want us to call her? Like even if it was Hazel or like a nickname or something, what would she want us to
1: call her? So she she likes her name. She says you do have a nickname for her. And yeah. She, yeah, you do have a nickname for her. It's like for some reason I'm thinking like Hannah Banana, but she likes how you talk to her is what's more important. She says you have a nickname. You have several, but there's a main one that you and your mom call her, I guess. And that's fine. She doesn't care. She's, she's fine with Hazel. She's, she says it doesn't matter. She likes Hazel because it's who she is, but she also says you have a nickname, but it's the way you talk to her. She doesn't like, wait. she doesn't like sharp voices. She likes that. The loving voice that you showed earlier, you, how you talk to her she she likes that but she doesn't like like a screech which does, she says doesn't happen very often but
2: yeah but when we're mad at her we don't talk in our lovey voice we either talk like this or a little bit like angrier hmm
1: Yeah, she doesn't like that, but she, she says her, I I immediately, I see her tail go down and she sort of is afraid. She doesn't like that voice, but if she's, if you're angry and she's done something, then you're angry, but she likes it when things are more normal or the lovey, but Mm -hmm. she says you can call her whatever. She likes the nickname. She just likes when everyone's, you know, happy and talking nicely. That's what's most important to her.
2: Okay, I think those are all the important questions.
1: Well, good. Good. It was fun talking to you and to Hazel. I love that she was completely relaxed the entire time in your lap.
2: Yep. She's been sleeping this
1: whole time. <laughs> yes. So if you ever post the videos of her fashion show, um, I'll have your mom let me know if you want people to take a peek at her. But otherwise, keep having fun with Hazel. And it sounds like you're really trying to take the best care you can of her. And that's great. hmm Yeah. I
2: think we can. So um, the video we took of her was not on a phone. It was like on one of those cameras where something like flips open right there. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how to send stuff. I just know how to take stuff on that. But maybe we could like figure out how to
1: send it to you it's okay it, it's up to you some people like to have their things shared and some people it's just for their family so it's no pressure it's just I'm just I offer it to people when they're on the podcast if there's something they want to share they can but yeah you a lot that can help a lot of people understand mm-hmm. how to take care of their dog so thank I you I think I'll, I'll try to I'll try I'll try to figure it out all right Well, Daphne, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure it can help some other kids learn how to take good care of their
0: dogs and grownups too. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or follow Talking With The Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs.